0: It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Just a reminder, Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is on right now, meaning instant access when you sign up for 90 days. Details coming up after the break today. Topic number five today, the upside down. That was the uh, reverse world of evil in the uh, hit HBO series, Stranger Things. But we have apparently entered the upside down in principles, in that principles that we were taught when we were young people, such as um, judging others by the content of their character, um, is now out the window. We're back to the old way of doing things. And by old, I mean pre-1860, where really all that matters is the color of your skin in the United States anyway. This is what it takes to be anti-racist, we are informed. Case in point, California's Reparations Task Force, which we told you about last week, has said that black people should be given priority in renting and buying real estate and demand that a state agency should have veto power over all real estate decisions to lessen racial segregation. The task force created to study the economic effects of slavery and discrimination in California back in 2020, despite the fact that California didn't enter the union until after slavery was already abolished. This uh, group formally approved its uh, recommendations to the California legislature a week ago, uh, last weekend, not this past weekend, the weekend before. But uh, again, one such suggestion made by this reparations task force would give control of local land use decisions to a state state, agency that would approve zoning plans based on whether they maintain or decrease segregation they also added that black residents who've been the targets of racially restrictive covenants that displaced them from living in gentrified neighborhoods neighborhoods that have been purchased rehabbed and built up uh, ought to be given the right to return Um, black californians also again given preference in buying and renting real estate again all that matters to the uh reparations task force is this idea that, uh, all that matters, not the content of your character, but the color of your skin. And, uh, by the way, while the task force is talking about the right of return, Native American tribes pushed out by immigrants, white, black, Asian over the last 200 years have just raised their hands and said, uh, speaking of the right of return. Well, <clears throat> that leads to topic number four, which is, uh, Migration. The historic Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan, which was closed three years ago, is being reopened to accommodate an influx of illegal migrants. Now that Title 42 restrictions have been lifted across the city, New York City that is, hotels like the Roosevelt are being transformed into emergency shelters. But it's not just in the city. A couple originally from New York, now living in Florida, told the New York Post over the weekend that the hotel that they had booked 30 hotel rooms for their wedding in Newburgh, New York, which is about 65 miles north of New York City, suddenly canceled the reservations for all 30 rooms for all of their wedding guests coming from all over the country. They're now scrambling to find new accommodations for them close to their venue. The reason the hotel is going to make more money by renting out to the state of New York to accommodate these illegal migrants. Uh, Worse, New York hotels are reportedly evicting homeless military veterans to house migrants in their place. Why? Because apparently these hotels are making about $100 a night more per room renting to these illegal migrants than to the uh, nonprofit organizations that were paying to put up military veterans without another place to sleep. The New York Post reporting that a nonprofit veteran organization told the newspaper nearly two dozen U.S. military veterans evicted last week by hotels in suburban New York City because the migrants are they're going to replace them with migrants for a profit. Now the veterans have already been rehomed, but that's besides the point. We've got people who served the United States in our military who fallen on hard times, being put up by a nonprofit organization in hotels across New York City being pushed out so that we can accommodate people who shouldn't even be in the country, according to United States law, if, if this administration were actually following the law. This is the kind of thing that's sparking protests in Chicago, where over the weekend people on the South Shore neighborhood protested the city's decision to reopen the South Shore High School, which has been closed for several years, to accommodate hundreds of migrants being bussed into Chicago, another sanctuary city. J. Darnell Jones, resident of South Shore, said, Why would any leader put our black communities already riddled with crime at further risk by placing unvetted non-taxpayers steps away from our seniors, our children, and our homes? End quote. Note again that the South Shore neighborhood is predominantly black, and they are protesting the arrival of these migrants. Why is this happening? It's because the administration... And the principalities and powers behind those making these decisions want to keep us in tribes separated and then keep the tribes fighting one another. It is the Balkanization of America. And that leads to the uh, topic number three today, which is um, why we're seeing this messaging now coming from the White House. White fright, as in frightened of white people, um, I've got to read the opening line from this piece at Zero Hedge News because it's brilliant. If you were ever confused as to why the political left has been using the words white supremacy every time they mention conservative ideas in their rhetoric, then you might just be a regular person trying to think logically. I wish I'd thought of that, but again, credit to Zero Hedge News for that. This is social conditioning. They're using this idea, telling a lie, a big lie, telling it often enough, repeating it thousands of times so that people begin to associate the term white supremacy with conservative ideas. This is to frighten people of color away from voting for anybody who professes conservative beliefs. Case in point, there are conservatives who've been labeled white supremacists even though those people are not white. Well, yeah, I, I, I know she's black, but because she's conservative, she must be a white supremacist. It makes no sense, but this kind of political rhetoric doesn't have to make sense. It just needs to get people pulling the right lever in the voting booth. Well, th- this, uh, over the weekend, President Biden continued this messaging in his commencement address at Howard University, which is a historically black university in Washington, D.C., presented President Biden with his uh, honorary doctorate. He said, quote, the most dangerous threat to our homeland is white supremacy. And I'm not just saying that because I'm at a black university, end quote. Yes, you did. (laughs) That's exactly why you said it. Again, it's to keep us separated in tribes that are at war with one another. Black versus white versus brown versus black, and the cycle never ends. And this, by the way, was backed up on Sunday morning by DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, in an interview with MSNBC, he agrees with Biden's conclusions and suggests that the focus of the Department of Homeland Security will be on American citizens, but not Antifa and just those angry white men. They're the real threat because we're 60% of America still white. So we have to be the target. And forgive me for saying we, because again, that's playing into this whole narrative that we are in separate warring tribes. I have to change my way of thinking topic number two the narrative the narrative continues and because joe biden is useful to propagating this narrative the corporate media has shown a shocking lack of interest in the money that has been funneled to the biden family over the past uh, decade or so Uh, george washington university law professor jonathan turley wrote a piece about this in the hill over the weekend basically saying that the way the media for the most part with the notable exception of say the new york post which got kicked off social media for bringing this up, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, this is, has all the signs of state-run media. Turley pointed out that even though nine members of the Biden family were allegedly receiving funds from uh, figures in multiple foreign countries, China, Ukraine, Romania now, um, quote, the media is insisting that this is no scandal because there's no direct proof of payments to Joe Biden, end quote. <laughs> Again, you have to laugh. It's like, why would the widow of Joe Biden's son, Bo, receive a $35,000 payment from a Chinese energy company, except that it grants them access to Joe Biden and thus the White House? Look, this is Pulitzer Prize winning stuff. If an enterprising journalist really wanted to dig into this and report it, but the corporate media's interest in protecting a liberal president is obviously more powerful than winning a Pulitzer Prize because he's propagating the globalist narrative. Coming up, Saved by the Sling, there are times when toxic masculinity is necessary. That's straight ahead on 5 and 10. There is an all-out war being waged on the minds of an entire generation of today's young people. State lawmakers are now questioning how 70 foster kids can go missing. They have convinced us in the West that children are a burden. Birth rates are below replacement levels just about everywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. People would have to be utterly blind or insane not to recognize the current heartbreaking onslaught against our most vulnerable citizens, our children. Children who have been thrown up against walls and locked in closets. Children who hide under their beds in fear and whose nightmares are real. Children who have been beaten with two by fours, whipped with bicycle chains, and burned with cigarette butts. Children living in foster care are four to five times more likely to commit suicide than those who are not. An agenda to submit our current generation of children to a fate far worse than death is being carried out. I was five years old. I was doing dishes. My mom was so mad, she had picked up one of the steak knives and shoved it through my hand and just walked away. Who will stand in the gap for these children? These are real lives. Item number one today, David would have been proud. An eight-year-old girl in northern Michigan playing in her yard last week when a 17-year-old boy grabbed her, covered her mouth, and attempted to drag her into the woods. Well, the young girl's 13-year-old brother saw what was happening from his bedroom window, threw open the window, pulled out his slingshot, plunked the guy in the forehead, and then again in the chest, causing him to drop the little girl, which gave her a chance to run, and the 17-year-old fled the scene. Now, this happened last week, Wednesday. It wasn't made public until Friday. But uh, this is... Th- praise God for that that 13-year-old boy and his proficiency with his sling, because God only knows what would have happened to that girl had that 17-year-old dragged her off into the woods. Since 2010, an average of 350 people under the age of 21 are abducted by strangers every year in the U.S., This is according to the FBI. But in this case, that boy's swift action and, dare I say it, toxic masculinity saved the day. That little girl is blessed to have a big brother looking out for her. Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is on right now. You get instant access to two dozen cutting-edge presentations on the infrastructure of Antichrist being created right now, from Tom Horn to Carl Gallops to Dr. Mike Spaulding, uh, Colonel David Giamona, world-class presenters. Uh, my talk is on the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Initiative, what it is and why it's actually regressive, not progressive. That plus access to all six Skywatch Films documentaries, including Silent Cry, The Darker Side of Trafficking, a gold medal winner at the 2022 Telly Awards the documentary that got skywatch tv pulled off youtube (laughs) um we'll just leave that there Uh, get instant access to all of this for 90 days you set the conference schedule watch what you want to watch in the order you want to watch it and you can find out more and sign up today at defenderconference.com defenderconference.com Skywatch TV depends on your support for what we do. Let me back up that slide. There we go. And uh, during the month of May, for your gift of any amount, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, we'll send you Tom Horn's um, excellent book, Zeitgeist 2025. What is coming? um, It's not a secret. It's not really a a mystery as to why the Washington, D.C. skyline is on the uh, cover of the book. Uh, What is Embedded prophetically in the art and architecture of the United States Capitol. What does it have to do with 2025? Well, we'll send you a copy of the book as our thank you for your gift of any amount during the month of May if you're in the U.S. or Canada. You can find out more at skywatchtv.com. Look for the red donate button at the website or call us toll free 844 750 4985. You can also log on to SkyWatch TV Store com and donate there if you choose. Um, this week on Skywatch TV, you get a look behind the scenes. Joe Artis Horn takes you on a tour of the Skywatch TV studio, which we built with your support. We did not go into debt to pay for this uh, studio, so it was your generosity, your gifts that made it possible. Joe shows you behind the scenes what goes on at Skywatch TV and uh, how your work, your gifts, help us to support the work at Whispering Ponies Ranch. Our broadcast schedule, if you watch over the air, is posted at skywatchtv.com slash channels. Of course, you can see the video right now, along with all of our video content, at skywatchtv.com. If you've got Roku or Apple TV, make sure you've got the Skywatch TV channel on your set-top box. You can watch the program there. Or just, uh, if you want to go to Rumble or YouTube, uh, try rumble because they're not going to cancel us rumble.com slash skywatch tv for all of our video content or bring it right into your smartphone or tablet that's the best way to do it because it bypasses the gatekeepers of big tech and social media brings all of our video content right into your smartphone or tablet along with important news updates three times a week and more features it's available for ios android and amazon kindle fire phones and tablets and we've got links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.